Thank you for joining in for an episode of Planted by the Living Water. We are here to delight in the Lord as a tree planted by the living waters. If you'd like the reading plan that we are going through, you can find it on our website. We'll go through the entire Bible in two years. Thank you for joining for this day's portion of Planted by the Living Waters. Welcome to episode 216 of Planted by the Living Waters. Today, Isaiah 6. Isaiah 6, one of my favorite chapters of the Old Testament. Um, Powerful, powerful moment here. As we read uh, from Isaiah 6, here's how it starts. It says in verse 1, In the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a high and lofty throne, and the hem of his robe filled the temple. Seraphim were standing above him. They each had six wings. With two, they covered their faces. And with two, they covered their feet. And with two, they flew. And one called to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of armies. His glory fills the whole earth. And the foundations of the doorway shook at the sound of their voices. And the temple was filled with smoke. And then I said, Woe is me, for I am ruined, because I am a man of unclean lips, and live among a people of unclean lips. And because my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of armies. And then one of the seraphim flew to me, And in his hand was glowing a a coal that he had taken from the altar with tongs. He touched my mouth with it and said, Now that this has touched your lips, your iniquity is removed and your sin is atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord asking, Who should I send? Who will go for us? And I said, Here I am. Send me. Think about this picture that we are given here in Scripture where Isaiah gets to see the Lord seated on the throne. This is the place that me and you have access to go to. It tells us in the New Testament that Jesus gives us access to go to the throne room of grace, the throne of grace. So here we have the access to this very place where we see Isaiah go to and, and he sees these angels, these seraphim. They're, they're speaking to one another and their voices are so loud and so holy and so filled with all of the the weight that they're filled with that the literal doorways shake at the sound of their voice and the temple is filled with smoke and they're saying holy 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 is the lord of armies his glory fills the whole earth can you imagine the being in the throne room this is the place you're invited to friend do we get to be put in the place where there's angels literally going holy 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 the lord of army his glory fills the whole earth Oh my goodness, can you imagine? It says that he saw the hem of his robe filling the temple. The same hem of the robe that was touched by the woman who had blood issues for all the years and was healed instantly. The same hem of the robe that people literally were reaching for as he would walk through the streets because if they could just touch the hem of his robe. And it filled the whole temple. His glory filled the earth. And being in that place, what was Isaiah's response? What was his response? He says, woe is me, for I'm ruined. I'm a wicked man with unclean lips. I don't deserve to be in this place. For I see with my own eyes the king, the Lord of armies. I I shouldn't be here. I I can't be here. I'm, I'm, I'm unholy and he's holy. And at that moment, a seraphim, an angel flies over and takes coal out of the fire and places it on his lips and says, your iniquity is removed. Your sin is atoned for. Understand the gravity, the depth of what is being said here. Our sin is atoned. 
This is a simple foreshadowing of what Jesus would do, that he would atone our sin, that he would remove our iniquity, that our iniquity, our sin would be placed on Jesus. And as Jesus goes to the cross, it would be removed. It would be nailed to the cross. And here we stand atoned. We stand ransomed. We stand redeemed. And so in the place of the throne, where God Almighty was sitting, his response was, who am I to be here? And then he's told, your sins have been atoned for. And he responds once again after hearing the Lord's voice in that moment, who should I send? Who will go for us? And Isaiah says, here I am, send me. Isaiah knew from that moment on that he didn't deserve to be there, but by the grace of God and the, the reality that God atoned his sin and removed his iniquity, that because of what God has done, he had every right to be there. But more so than that, not only the right to be with the Lord, but the, the responsibility to go out for the Lord. Wherever the Lord called him to go, he would go. Brother and sister in Christ, would you hear me? Would you recognize the presence of God that has fallen on our church, on your life? The experience that you have to meet God that, that, that has been so made readily by the grace of God that you are able to experience as we gather together, as He finds you in your home, as you experience the grace of God, as He shows you the reality of Jesus forgiving your sin, removing your iniquity. Would you understand that while you have no right for that, you have no, no reason to be there, it's not of your worth. In fact, you deserve exactly the opposite. However, Jesus atoned you and he forgave you and your iniquity is gone. And so in that place, would you go out on mission for Christ? When he says, whom should I send? Would you say, here I am? Can we say, here we are? As a church, as Friendship Baptist Church, can we say, Lord, here we are? Send us, God. We've experienced your presence. We don't deserve it. Father, only by the grace of God and your forgiveness we are here and experiencing you. And so, Lord, send us. Let us do whatever you desire. Oh, God, here I pray now, God. Lord, that you would take and send friendship however you would like. Do you want us to plant churches? Lord, do you want us to, to, to literally go to missions anywhere in the world? Lord, do you want us to build disciples right here? Do you want us to go into the prisons? Do you want us to go into the pregnancy centers? Do you want us to, to get into each other's houses? Lord, what is it that you desire of us? And God, I pray that we would hear you say, whom should I send? And we say, here I am. And Lord, next, my question is, is where shall I go? Lord, send us. Where shall we go? Lord, send us. Father God, thank you for your grace and your atonement, Lord and forgiving my iniquity and the iniquity of our church, Lord. Would you allow your presence to remain with us? And Lord, I think of your promise when you said, I am with you, and lo, behold, I'm with you always to the end of the age. Go make disciples, yes, of all nations, baptizing and teaching, but I will go with you. And so, Lord, because of your grace, not only do you rest on us and send us out, but you go with us as we're sent out. Oh, Lord, would you send us? Oh, Lord, send us. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.